Welcome to the Eventful Entrepreneur. My name's Dodge. I've been an entrepreneur for over 30 years and thrown thousands of parties across the UK. And I'm also the owner of the Bournemouth Sevens Festival. Everyone who knows me knows I love people, having a laugh <laughs> and asking lots of questions. So I've been chatting to people with one thing in common. They've all lived eventful lives. This week, I'm delving into the eventful life of my sister, Maxine Ryan. Max is a super talented soul and jazz singer who has performed in some of the most iconic venues in London. We chat about our unconventional childhood living above pubs in London, her life of clubbing, her history of lovable rogue boyfriends, her addiction, and how she built her singing career. If you want to hear more like this, make sure you subscribe to the Eventful Entrepreneur podcast. And if you want to get in contact with me personally, you can catch me on Instagram at Dodge Woodall. I reply to every message. Here she is, my big sis, Maxine Ryan. Sis, welcome to the show. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. This is, this this is, is surreal. <laughs> This anyway, is, yeah. Hi. Right, let's get cracking. Max. Okay, um, let's roll all the way back. Um, where did you grow up, and how did you get into the music industry? Manchester, grew up in Manchester, and uh, music. It was actually you when I was around seventeen that used to say, "Oh, you got a really good voice, Max." Oh, really? Yeah. Can, do you remember that song we used to do? I'm going to tell you how it's going to be. be. Oh my God! Yeah, <laughs> quality. That was a I don't know a video. I'm going to give you love to me. Yeah. <laughs> Well, not, not quite like no, that, but you okay. know, <laughs> that's mostly why I ended yeah, up in the singer yeah, you didn't. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so where were you? You were born in Manchester. Born in Manchester. Well, we're all Londoners, but obviously yes. you were born in Manchester. What uh, tell me tell me what happened there? Born in Manchester. Uh, obviously mum was very young when yeah. she got pregnant, so she was, how like old seven, was how old seventeen. Was, was she seventeen? Yeah, that's crazy, yeah. isn't it? Seventeen. So yeah. eighteen when I came along. Yeah. And um, stayed up there until I was about six yep. and then moved down here. But oh. I think mum had to move down here because um, she was a Playboy bunny girl. Yeah. And she went to work in, in the, the casinos. casinos. Yeah. yeah. So whilst all that was going on, I lived with Nana and Granddad and then oh, came okay. down afterwards. Oh, wow. Yeah. This is actually really quite surreal having this chat, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Because I guess I don't think we've really touched on this before. Mm. So then what? So when you, so you moved down to, when you moved down to London... Yes. Obviously, we both grew up in pubs. Yes. How was that for you, Max? Because you, you're seven years older than I am. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, no. Cut. <laughs> yeah. uh, let's just get someone straight now, right? I, I am, am 37. Seven. That's my stage, age. That's what I'm sticking to. And I'm younger than you. Yeah, okay. 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 So I'm your youngest. Yeah, you can keep, youngest, that yeah keep that in. <laughs> I don't mind. I so, look wonderful. So, you, so what was it like for you growing up in pubs? Because... Because I had different experiences growing mm. up in pubs. You were older than me, so you were probably mm. partying at a lot younger age than I would mm. have been partying. When did you start partying, would you say? Well, uh, we could rewind it even before yeah. then yeah. to um, when our parents worked in casinos. Because yeah. it's such a um, an un, uh, unconventional yeah. upbringing. You know, two, yeah. two parents that work nights. Yeah. Um, so we, we were living in Surrey. They would go out and work nights. I know I would creep out as soon as they went to work at night. Yeah. I would literally creep out and go out playing on my bike. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's quite feral. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was quite, un, that was quite an unusual. So the upbringing we had with parents who were leaving work at 9pm, coming home at 5, 6am in the morning yes. after a casino shift. Yes. 
to then take us to school or yeah. whatever it may be. Yeah. It was a very different upbringing, wasn't it? Well, we had um, au pairs and nannies. Yeah. Yeah. Did we? I don't remember anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, you know what you were just saying before yeah. about, oh, this is surreal. You know, I've listened to some of you at the podcast when you've been interviewed. Yeah. And I just thought, my God, I didn't know that about him. Like my brother, I didn't even know. Yeah. And also, um, it, it just brought back so many memories of those times. Yeah. Some of the things that you, I thought, oh my God, I remember that. Mm. And because it's our life, yeah. our upbringing, you just think it's... The norm. Uh, yeah, the norm. Yeah. Don't think anything of it. But then listening to you being into thinking, God, that was mad. Yeah. He was just insane. Yeah, it was a nutty upbringing, wasn't it? I would say, I, I prefer, I would prefer to use the term unconventional. Unconventional. <laughs> but it was a nutty upbringing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're more street. I yeah. try and be, uh, how do I say, a little more diplomatic <laughs> these days. So um, obviously they were in the casinos world and then they went into the pub world. Yes. And then we moved and lived above pubs yes. from our from the age of four upwards to adults, I yes. guess, living above yeah. flats and pubs and moving yeah. around from different pubs, etc. Yeah. What was that upbringing like for you? Because I always find that girls grow up a lot quicker. They yes. look a lot older. Yes. So I know that you party from a young age. Yes. What sort of age do you remember partying, going to clubs? and? I mean, I was, it was really young. I was going to nightclubs at 14. Mm. You know, I would do my, my, I was going to school, obviously, yeah. but I was, it was you've got to remember, it's a, it's a different era then. Yeah. I know, like now, but, <gasps> shocker. Yeah. But at that time, you know, it was, it was just different. Mm. So I started quite young, 14. Mm. And it's what I wanted to do. Yeah. I love music. I love dancing. I love socialising. Yeah. Um, at that time, you know, I love drinking. I love new, meeting new people. It was all very exciting. Yeah. I, of course, I thought I was super cool yeah. because I was going to nightclubs and whatnot at mm. such an early age. Now, I don't necessarily think that. Yeah, because of course. You know, we, we grow up, we, or yeah. I, I like using I statements. I yeah. grow up, I evolve, you know, yeah. look back. Yeah. Might not have been the best thing but it's what it is it is what yeah. it is yeah. i'm here today yeah. all of that has brought me to who i am today mm. and today by the grace of god i can honestly say i like me i love myself yeah. today yeah you know that's and nice that, that's hear. taken a long yeah a long long uh, yeah. a long time to get to that point mm. a huge amount of inner work mm. but i do i think i'm 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 a good person mm. And did you find that all your friends, because I found that all my friends loved it, that we lived in a pub. Yes. Because it was a pub that wasn't just a, a normal pub. It was yeah. a proper party pub. Yeah. And next door to a nightclub, mm. people coming in there in their thousands mm. through the doors. Mm. It was security, a mm. doorman on the doors. It was people selling everything, buying everything. Yeah. There was, we were around toxic, we were around fun, happiness, yeah. drugs, mm. alcoholism. We had everything. Yeah. But we lived above the pub. Yes. And did you ever find that toxicity ever came up into our flat above the pub? Well, <clears throat> excuse me. Energy-wise. Yeah, well, I, at that time, mm. I would say, I don't know, because I wouldn't, I, why would I question it? That Same. was just my reality. Yeah. It's only when one is removed from that situation yeah. and you grow up and you think, my God, what a Oh my goodness! You yeah. know, like just living there. Yeah. Um, though, like with most things in life, you know, there's pros and there were cons. So the pros were, you know, Friday, Friday and Saturday night. You know, me and my friends, Nikki and Joe. You know, yeah. what did we used to drink there? Diamond wine. What? I mean, oh, good, good God above, <laughs> good God above. You know, and then bowling to Cinderella's next door yeah. or the other one around the corner. Yeah. So there were the sort of the positives. Mm. 
Um, the not so positives, I think it must have been incredibly difficult for our parents mm. to work in that environment. Oh. Can you imagine oh. working in that same environment where you're living in the same environment, your partner is in the same environment yeah. and your children are in the same environment? Yeah. That must have been so difficult for them. Yeah. I've, what, I'll, for mum and dad? 100%. Yeah. I have so much compassion for them today yeah. because that was that would have been... That had been very, very tough. And I, under, you know, it was obviously the 80s and more is more, loads of money yeah, and all yeah, that. Yeah. And we were very fortunate and very yeah. privileged in many ways financially, yeah. um, which I'm very grateful for. Um, but it must, uh, it would have cost them a lot, mm. I, I believe. It mm. cost them their marriage. That's what it cost. Mm. It cost them their marriage and to a degree, perhaps our relationships. Yeah, yeah. You know? Interesting. But mm. do you think that they were doing everything right for us because they went into the pub mm. they all everything was cash back then yeah it was like god if it jackpot they grafted hard all of a sudden a load of money was coming in yeah from the bars from yeah. the food from yeah. everything they did everything they possibly could to give us a good upbringing yes. a better upbringing they they yes. had like yes. mum brought, was brought up in you know a tough part of manchester dad was brought up in east london yeah and they didn't have education mm -hmm. and for them maybe their release was if we earn more cash and more cash yeah. and more cash, we can go on nice holidays, exactly. we can have nice things, we mm. can hopefully that might bring the happiness mm -hmm. that we need, mm -hmm. that we're actually not happy in the toxic environment that we live and yeah. work in. Mm. Do you think that's but, right? Or? But they wouldn't have had that level of consciousness then. Because no. remember, we're talking about the 80s now, yeah. the eight, you know, the late 80s or whatever. Yeah. It's kind of like we just, we weren't. None of us were awake, for want of a better word. Well, no word. one knew, Max, because there wasn't no, the internet. There was nowhere to go yeah. and check out something. There exactly. Wasn't mental health and life no, no, and no. life coaches. There was none no, of that. No, of course not. They were just doing their doing absolute best. best. And at the time, remember, as I think it was, was it Margaret Fat? You know, it's just yeah. money, 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 loads of money. Yeah. Where was that guy? Yeah, uh, Wallop. What's yeah, his name? The, loads of Yeah, the, the comedian. <laughs> was it? Was a plumber or yeah. well, something yeah. like that? Yeah. And it was really more is more. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to tell you how much I've got and how much have you got. Well, you know, it was mm. all that. And that is so passe now. Yeah. That's just not, yeah, it's just not cool and groovy. And now, what was it like it? for you? Because for me growing up, being around doormen yes. and naughty people yes. and really naughty people. Mm. And I was a young kid then and you kind of see things you shouldn't have seen and you're around mm. things you shouldn't have been around. But like you say, we didn't know any different. Yeah. And I absolutely loved it. Yeah. I look back now with amazing memories of yeah. seeing the shit that we used to see. Yeah. Um, and I felt super protected because everyone knew mm. our mum and dad were the main faces mm. around that town and city. That mm. We kind of had this protection, I guess. Mm. So it felt. Mm. How did you feel going to the different clubs around London? And do you remember any of the clubs you used to go to at that young age? Oh, my God, of course I do. I mm. mean, because um, we, I used to go to Stringfellows mm. and the Hippodrome, yeah. but usually on a Monday or Tuesday night because mm. they were like the, the cool, the best nights yeah. to go. You what know? year are we talking here, sis, roughly? Oh, I don't know. Late, Late 80s, 80s yeah. early 90s, yeah. you know, yeah. um, around that time. Mm. So they're the clubs I used to go to then. Then obviously I went to Portugal for a couple of years, mm. fell in love, and then I came back, and then I was, and then it was the rave scene, and yeah. then I was like, Hallelujah! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I found my utopia. Yeah. <laughs> I know you're gonna go for it now. And you're just like, right, we're going in for the kill. All right, sis, right, this is where I want to. <laughs> so the rave scene, Max. Yes. Before we get to the rave scene, yes. Do you remember oh God. going clubbing? Yeah. And we'd come back at two, three in the morning. Yes. 
and you'd have to get past the two Alsatians. Yeah. You'd have to go up the stairs. Yeah. You'd have to put all different alarms to get into the pub back gates, then different coats to get in the flat above. Then that would wake up the cockatoo yeah. called Bubbles. Oh, don't I hated that. <laughs> I hated it. <laughs> and he, he I go, hated I'm it. I'm forever blowing bubbles. bubbles. I'm forever blowing bubbles. 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 I just, oh my but God. That, but you would, would slip in at four or five oh, in the morning darn. thinking no one's going to know. No yeah. gonna, all of a sudden the parrot starts yeah. squawking. No. <laughs> it's like the last little bit to get into bed, wasn't it? I know. Oh God, literally. I just think, yeah, because I, I, yeah, I shouldn't. Yeah. So yeah. I was out coming in at yeah. all all hours of the morning. My parents didn't know I was creeping up the stairs and then you'd hear it go yeah. you know? and I'd be like, Oh, oh no. no And then like dad would go, What are you doing? Do you know what time oh, it is? is? And I was just like, Oh, oh no. no But that would you wake know? up the monkey we had. Oh, remember Mitzi? Mitzi, of course I do, the dirty fingernails. Yeah, like yeah. The, remember we'd like we'd, we'd Wash the monkey. Yeah, and it would go in the go go to the fire and it start shaking his bum and like getting all his hair clean and dried and stuff. Let's oh, move on to funny. the rave scene, yes. Max, because the rave scene for listeners probably listening here <coughs> mm. won't really know what the rave scene was. Yeah, just explain to me because you were at the peak when the rave scene came about. I was one of the original ravers. Original ravers. Original ravers was the uh, illegal raves. Yep. In warehouses yes. or in fields. Yes. And there was no mobile phones back then. Not really. Not really. There would be a big there would be unless you're a drug dealer <laughs> or a promoter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's quite a few of them. Yeah. <laughs> so there was probably a lot <laughs> of mobiles. <laughs> Boyfriend number one. One number, number two. two. <laughs> <laughs> so um no one would know about where the rave was, so you didn't mm. want the old bill to know. Mm-hmm. So then an hour before they would mm. go bam. Oh. Payphone mm-hmm. box, everyone mm-hmm. would know, and then a convoy of cars. Mm-hmm. What was it like for you at that point? Because you went from pubs, nightclubs, to yeah. all of a sudden this amazing <clears throat> rave scene. So I just moved back from Portugal. Yeah. So I lived in Portugal yeah. for two years. So yeah. that thing of, yeah, the nightclubs, you know, most nightclubs show at two or three. Yeah. You know, you'd have the 10 to two. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So a slow one yeah. or whatever. And then there was this thing called. Yeah raving oh my god i thought i had died yeah. and gone to heaven yeah it's my utopia yeah it was just the it, primarily the music the music and the vibe yeah obviously um and yeah it was just absolutely amazing did the east the lot of lots of warehouses in the east end yeah. don't ask me any names i do not know i don't know the dogs you know very sort of um, r- rickety old warehouse. I think this could like come down yeah. in any minute. You'd have yeah. big sheets on the wall with all yeah. like neon, um, yeah. uh, you know, neon acid color. house, yeah. acid. Well, for, it or was that before that? It was ju- just after, after acid house. I wasn't what, yeah. really into acid house. Yeah. It was kind of just, just on the yeah. when it turned to raving. Like, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. I know there was a f- like a year or a couple of years of acid house, yeah. and then it turned into yeah. what I. It was like nineteen ninety. Yeah. What I was involved yeah. in. How many years do you reckon you're raving for? Uh, about maybe about two two years or something. Yeah. I think it might have been ninety two, ninety three, or something yeah, something that's like right. that. Yeah. When it then went, oh, then it went into the clubs. Yes. And then the then everything changed. Then it came quite ma- relatively mainstream. People were knowing about the you know the rave scene, the music, mm. and all the additives that mm. went in it. Shall we say? Yeah. And also, it's that thing of. Like we said before, you know, clubs would finish at two. Yeah. When now clubs are opening until 
four. Yeah, fours six. and sixes, yeah. We used to go to a club that opened at eight. Opened at eight. Eight AM. AM. Mm. <laughs> you know, it was just a whole mm. uh what completely was that club? it was the yacht. Okay. It was a completely different Where? embankment. Yeah. So did you right plan there. your weekends to go clubbing every weekend for many most years? Most weekends. Yeah. Most weekends. Mainly London. Yeah. You'd base yourself London, partying around the clock, yeah. going on to the the eight AM. Yeah. What time would that finish? Twelve o'clock at night or something. And then you the go to the, the gas. That's <laughs> 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 a very colourful character. Yeah. But prior to that, yeah. non, no clubs. The only clubs that were open late, late, late were the gay clubs. Yeah. So, oh God, what was that other club called? Tur- was it Turn Mills? Turn Mills, yeah. yeah That's so closed that, down now. So I used to throw parties been, in there. Ah, uh, okay. Mm, that got closed down. Yeah. There was a shooting there Ooh. two, three, four years ago, I think. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, that. Um, Cracking club, Turn Mills. Yeah. yeah. So the. The only places before it kind of went mainstream, yeah. the only places that you could go that were open late later later were um, gay gay clubs. Yeah, did you go to the gay clubs? Once they or loved, twice. But, but you loved yeah. it there, wasn't it? One, yeah, once yeah. or twice. Can you remember any other clubs you did go to? That um, really stand out. I know you've been to hundreds of clubs over your years. Hmm. Let me think. We're obviously, ministry we went there a couple yeah. of times together, yeah, of didn't we? Um, Threw a party in there in 2000. Yeah, you did, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. yeah rem- I remember the flyer. Yeah. Um, oh, God, there's just so, so many. many yeah. You know, yeah, I yeah. mean, I loved it, you know. I, I, and how old, I how old my, were you, Max? My, my clubbing. How old am I? No, how old 37? were you? How old were you partying? From my, my partying career. Yeah. What I would decade? say 14 yeah. to 31. 14 to 31. Yeah. And then at 31, I knew. I had to change my life. Right, okay. I had to. And why did you have to change your life? Because my lifestyle, I just couldn't sustain the lifestyle that I was having. Yeah. So, you know, my sort of late teens and 20s, it's fine, party and everything. Yeah. But there, towards the end of my sort of 30s or whatnot, it was just too, too many, there's just too many, too many nights out. Yeah. And I was just getting to the point of like, I can't keep on doing yeah. this. I really can't keep yeah. on doing this. There's another purpose for me. Yeah. I don't want to keep. Do- I don't want to keep doing this. I, I don't feel good. I yeah. don't feel good. Yeah. Don't feel good about myself. Yeah. You know, this is not cool anymore. Yeah. And I was sort of trapped in that for mm. a while because it's hard if you're, if that's what you're used to and you're at like partying and yeah. socialising and gregarious and the friends that you're hanging out with, mm. that's what they're into. But you become a face, Max. <clears throat> You were a face on that scene, and it was always where Max is, there's going to be a great party. Never queuing up, VIP, straight in. Everyone will know where, mm. where Max was or where Max is going, or if mm. Max is at a party, we'll be there, we'll never write laugh. Oh, God, you know what? I just remembered I actually organised a birthday party. Yeah. I can't remember where it was, and I, and I think I left it. I was like, oh, no, I'm not staying here, and I'm going somewhere else. <laughs> and I just went somewhere else, and I think, everyone's like, where's Maxie? Well, no, she's gone down, I don't know, wherever yeah. it was. No, lots of fun. Yeah. Lots so what was the fun. point then? So in like it like it's like that thing, there's everyone in their fifties, well, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, get through their twenties. What was the point when you went, I have to stop partying? 
Is there a point that you can remember in your mind? Yeah. You can? Yeah, 100%. Because there'd been a few sort of um, incidents, shall we say, where, um, you know, just going out on a night out. One of them actually included you, and that made me think, ooh. Really? Yeah. Where were we? This is not cool, man. I think we went to, um, I think we went to ministry. There was something about that night that I just thought... Oh, no. It's not cool anymore. This is just not cool anymore. Like, this is not cool. And it involved you, and I just thought, no, No, don't. This is, yeah, this is just not good. And on that scene, on that sort of 14 to 31 scene in Mm. there, what sort of characters were you going out with? Oh, my God, my boyfriend. Yeah. (gasps) Because you were a face. You were very good looking. You're still very, very good looking, Max. And Thank you very much. Yeah. One does try. (laughs) So... What sort of characters were you warming Ooh. to in back in the day? Lovable robes, yeah. shall we say. And what sort of lovable robes were they? <laughs> very naughty, lovable robes. Yeah. Usually very handsome, tall, big, yeah. charismatic. And uh, 99.9% of the time on the other side of the law, I was attracted to danger. Yeah, okay. You know, if it was danger, I don't know. You loved you know? it. Yeah, I did and I didn't because yeah. there's still... There was still what was that danger? Did you enjoy being around naughty people because you had that little buzz and you knew you'd be protected? I don't know, possibly, but it was just the whole scene. Yeah, you know that scene attracts a certain type of person. I think. Yeah. Um, So yeah, just lovable, lovable robes. Lord only knows. If half of them are even still alive, alive. God. or banged up, yeah, well, most probably. Uh, so yeah, I just I, I send love to them all, yeah. and I hope that they're safe and well, and that they're thriving. Were there in any you used to go out with who were faces of the rave scene or the party scene or the London scene, or were they mainly Londoners or from Midlands or well, not just, north? Just all over. Yeah, okay. they were just you know just just all over. Yeah, but definitely. Uh, I do like a lovable rogue. rogue. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a euphemism, it is, isn't, isn't it? it? Yeah. It is. So let's go. So let's let's roll on a bit. So yeah. the point of you saying, "Well, I have to stop." Did you stop overnight? Did you realise that you were in this vicious circle of partying too much that it was affecting you on Monday morning oh my going into God. work? Like Monday morning yeah. towards the end, it was like. It's the hangovers and stuff, yeah. you know. It's just, and plus, as you're getting older, you can't do it. Yeah. And plus, just physically, I'm only little. Yeah. You know, you can't keep doing. I, I yeah. use I statements. Yeah, yeah. I can't keep doing that yeah. to myself. Yeah. And so the hangovers were getting longer and longer. Um, and I just thought it was, it was, it was 2001, and it was, it was around. Sort of like April, March, April, May, a few things that happened. As I said, there was one night we went out and I just thought, oh, God, no, this is just, this is not cool. Not that anything, nothing really bad happened, but it was just the fact, like, what we're doing, drinking and staying out all night and just, no. House party straight after. Yeah, exactly. Just sleep deprivation, the whole lot. No, you know. Yeah. but yeah, a few sort of things happened, and then I literally there was just one night, and there was nothing. There was nothing really bad about this particular night, this last night that I drank or anything like that. But I just woke up the next day and I thought, I'm done. Yeah, I ca- I, I can't do it. I can't do it anymore. It was like, did you stop that day? Yeah. Until now. Yeah. And I mean, you're. Yeah. You haven't touched a drink now for twenty years. Yeah. 
Mm. That's really powerful. Massive respect, yeah. by the way, sis. Yeah. Because I remember when you did stop, mm. and we were all still partying, having yeah, fun, etc. Yeah. And I was like, "Wow, that is super yeah. strong." Yeah. Thirty-one. Mm. But you must have caned it for those years yeah. leading up to yeah. it, you know? Of course. And do you find that I, I look in now and I see younger girls who are probably when they're in their late 20s mm. and I see them caught in this party mm. thing. How safe is it for girls <gasps> having blackout and oh taking too many I drugs mean, or drinking too much or whatever? Dodge. We are so vulnerable. Yeah. And men, men and women. It's not just women. Yeah. I mean, perhaps maybe women because we're more vulnerable because we're smaller than yeah. most, you know, or, well, I don't know, maybe, maybe I, should, I don't know. But uh, it's men and women are vulnerable. If you are, if you're mindless, yeah. which is how some of us can get, you know, under the influence, yeah. you're not there. You're gone. You're mindless, mindless as in blackout, you Yeah, mean. mindless. Okay. You're not there. You're completely gone. Yeah. Anyone could take advantage yeah. of you. And, you know, when I look back at some of the situations that I've been in and just thought, and thankfully nothing, you know, yeah. nothing really untoward yeah. that happened, to think I was so vulnerable yes. and I didn't even know how vulnerable I was. Yeah. And it's only now, the other side, you mm. know, many, many years on, 20 years on, all of, you know, all of this time of not drinking, I did not do that alone, by the way. I yeah. just need to say that. Um, you didn't do what alone? You know, not drinking, completely sort of turning my life around and cleaning my act up. Who'd you do it with? Well, I, I, I sought the help that I needed. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, I see. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Which yeah. obviously I'm not going to go yeah. into too much yeah. here. But, you know, I got the help that I needed, yeah. I got the tools that I needed. And, you know, I'm a, I'm a, a clean and sober woman today yeah, by the wonderful. grace of God, one day at a time. Massive response. Thank you. Or, you know, I, I like to use the term God. You yep. know, just thank you, God, for saving me yeah. from myself. Any advice you would give to your younger self or anyone listening out there who are in their mid-20s, late-20s, and they can see themselves mm. speeding up mm. of the booze and then mm. uh, finding themselves more addicted yeah. to the alcohol, to the to the party and to the mm. late nights, to the sleep deprivation, mm. and then actually realising, what do I do? Mm. Is there any advice you can give me like that? There's so much help mm. that's out there. And I would say it's actually worse now. Yeah. So it's quite underground that's right. relatively when well, I was people didn't really speaking about it when you were... Or speaking yeah, about it, yeah. yeah. So, but also now, it's you know, in the West, it's such an addictive culture, you know, through... Um, you know, media, social media, yeah. advertising, every, it's all just, it's so much addiction, yeah. whether it's uh, alcohol, drugs, sex, yeah. food, money. It's all of these things. Everything opposite to spirituality yes. is being pumped, yeah. pumped, pumped, pumped yeah. through, you know, TV, social media. You know, even you can get addicted to social media. I, I really try and limit the amount of time yeah. I'm on there for that yeah. very reason. Like, you are not getting my consciousness. Yes. You know, I'm using it to try and promote myself and mm. my singing and gigs and stuff. But other than that, it's like I just need to be very mindful because these things are created to get us addicted. Yes. You know, there's teams of people. How addicted do you think our country is to alcohol? Gosh. It's everywhere. And accessible. A hundred percent. And it seems part of the furniture. Yeah, absolutely. And smoking. Yeah. And sugar. And sugar. And sugar, yes. But smart, honestly, I mean, look, I used to smoke, dodge, yeah. as you know. Yeah, I did yeah, everything, yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah, Apart, yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah. do any heavy drugs or anything. Yeah. But, you know, in terms of, um, I, I smoked. Yeah. Smoked my silk cut. Mm. Had my silk cut. <laughs> my, my double Bacardi and Coke. And my silk, back silk cut. Oh, and a glass of champagne. And that was it. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was the start yeah. of a great night. Yeah. So I used to, my point is I used to smoke. Yeah. Right? But I get shocked. I, like when I see people smoking. It's shocking I, it's now, like, isn't it? Yeah. Do people still do yeah, that? You know, yeah, 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 yeah. but I think I I suspect it's even worse now in yeah. terms of alcohol and drugs and everything like mm. that. And it's a lot like, more accessible. What I've noticed now is that and normalized, normalized the amount of drugs that are out there. And people listening don't think it's just young kids partying. Mm. It is doctors. It can yeah. be lawyers. It can mm. be accountants. It's city boys. It, it is rife. Ooh. And everyone out there trying to sugarcoat this. Yeah. It is rife out there. Yeah, absolutely. And it's just so detrimental to one's psyche, yes. relationships, body, everything. Because your mind's twisted. I yeah. can only uh, look, speak what you, your experience. I can yeah. only speak about my experience. Yeah. I am not a coach. I am not a guru. I am not an expert. Mm. I'm not anything, any of those things. Mm. But what I do have is my own personal experience, yeah. so I can speak on that. And yeah. in my experience, when you're, you know, drinking excessively, or you're taking drugs, or you're eating in a way that's not good for your body, yeah. um, or obesity is just off, off the, the charts, Richter right? scale yeah. now. Yeah. Sugar, you know, again, that's another thing that I don't think is particularly good for us. Sugar is a fucker. Mm. Excuse my language, mm. Max. Excuse my French. Excuse my French. But sugar. Yes. It's bad. Yeah. It is everywhere and it's hidden. Yes. And the normal bod doesn't know it's mm, hidden. Mm, absolutely. Did you think that Can't. was another addiction of yours, sugar, without realising? Well, I'd say food was. Yeah, so it's hidden in food. Yeah, okay. Definitely. I mean, all I'll So what is some food addiction like? I'm like is, it, is it like, I'm bored, I need to eat? Or is it just like, I'm just going to eat? Does this... Does, does, by eating mm. or having food addiction, is that suppressing something? Of course it is. It's another, uh, it's a medicine, isn't it? Same with any, it's like any addiction. It's because you can't feel your feelings. Mm. And all of this is going on unconsciously. You don't sit there that, ooh, I have a feeling that's come up. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I know I'm not going to feel that feeling. I'm going to, you don't have that level of conscious, yeah. well, not uh, not earlier, later on down the line, if you've done a lot of work on yourself, yeah. you will. A lot of personal you, development. Yeah, and you'll yeah, okay. understand what you're, you know, you, you your triggers. emotions. Yeah, your emotions yeah. and your triggers. Yeah. When... I'll get back to the I statement. Yeah. If I'm reaching out for a substance, whether yeah. that is, you know, whatever it is, whatever yeah. the substance is, or even when all of the substances have been dealt with, yeah. uh, a behaviour, yeah. it's usually because there's some feeling or emotion that I do not want to feel. So I'm using that substance or that behaviour mm. as a way for me not to feel uncomfortable feelings. Yeah. That's my experience. Yeah, yeah. You know? So when you when you said, right, I'm not drinking and partying anymore, mm. did you have to cut off a lot of people in your life? Yeah, I had to at the time, yeah. Because I just knew, I thought, I've got to do this. Number one, I knew I wanted to be a singer. Yeah. So there's two things. There were two drivers. Yeah. One, I thought, I cannot keep going out with the sort of men that I'm going out yeah. with. I, just, I, I can't. I yeah. can't do it. I just can't. <laughs> Good laugh. I, can't, I, I mean, look, it's amazing yeah. fun and all the rest yeah, yeah, of it. Yeah, but yeah. There's, there's another side yeah. to it, which is just like, oh, my God, mm. so heartbreaking. Mm. I, just, I can't do it. I can't yeah. go out with the sort of men that I used to go out with. Yeah. And there is no way I'm going to become a singer yeah. if I'm living this lifestyle. Yeah, we can't. Forget it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I might be like there might be a session or something like that, an audition, and I'd go in from the night before, and yeah. I'd be like, oh, yeah. Ah, you yeah. know what I mean? I couldn't even hardly do a yeah. sentence together, let alone you know deliver the goods. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. I knew that, and I knew that I needed to to, to 
change my behaviour. Yeah. And I also knew that the group of friends that I was hanging around with at the time, I it was I know it's ruthless, yeah. but I had to be ruthless. Yeah. Otherwise, I would keep my... Um, behaviour, I wouldn't be able to change the behaviour to change well, my temptation. environment. Well, exactly. Yeah. And it's also anchors. People can be anchors. You know, if you've done something with someone for five or six years and yeah. you've always had a really good time and everything, every time you sit, oh, do you want a drink? Yeah. You have a drink. And you, oh, so that's you an know, anchor. Is, exactly. Okay. You, you know, know where you're going later. in the morning, you're still going to be yeah. going for it and then still going, well, 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 where's home and after then? Yeah. Where are we going? You know, that yeah. was, so I had to, I just knew I had to change my life now at that point in time i didn't know the way that my life yeah, was going to develop absolutely. how it was going to unfold yeah. of course not i mean looking back uh, over the last 20 years my god it's been absolutely amazing, amazing yeah. and incredible yeah um but all i knew at that time is i had to stop yeah i had to stop yeah because there's no way i'm gonna um be able to go out with the sort of you know have the sort of relationship yeah. that i wanted to and also be a singer. How many years was it before you stopped mm. that you were thinking about stopping, but you knew the addiction was like, I, mm. I'll do it another day. Yeah. Oh, I can't wake up. Yeah. Tomorrow, I can't deal with this. I'll do it another day. How many years do you reckon that was? Well, I would, before I sort of properly stopped, yeah. I would do, because I was, a, I was what? I was a binger, yeah. really. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, which I think in some ways is more difficult. So, I'd had the part men that was really into health and fitness. Yeah. Monday, Tuesday, clean. Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, I'd be my, I'd be my, I'd be a vegan. Yeah. I'd be my nun self. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, do you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Really into personal development, yeah. reflex, or, you know, like a real deep yeah. spiritual side that you, know, you wanted to that be I wanted to be but then the animal come out come, on the, yeah, the beast, you know <laughs> but then it's kind of like it's this pressure cooker yeah and what I realise now is all the unresolved issues that I had I'm not going to go into here it's not appropriate but yeah. I had so much stuff I needed to work on well um, as from a child 100 yeah, okay. I was absolutely riddled with self-hatred and self-loathing mm. I really mm. was and underneath all of that bravado underneath all of the you know I'm not queuing to get in all of that yeah. bloody nonsense yeah, 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 yeah. oh excuse me French yeah. all of that nonsense yeah. um was uh, you know take that away and I was riddled yeah riddled with self-loathing and wow. hatred it was a lot of toxic shame yeah I had a huge amount of toxic shame and all these words and everything like that I'm discussing now these are only things that I've I've learned about you know since I've since I've stopped and yeah. done so much work on yeah, myself yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I used to feel that there was something deeply deeply wrong with me like there was this horrible black mark inside me yeah. And yeah, so I had to work through all mm. of that. And from what doing all of that yeah. work, obviously I don't do, I don't feel the need to do no, you know, what I used to do. And I actually do like going clubbing still. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I like going with water. With or, water. Or if I'm feeling very, very uh, risque and have a diet And that's all I need, yeah. you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. I can dance, have a really good time. And then when the gremlin, I can see it in other people, I call it the gremlins. Yeah. When the gremlins start coming out, you do the I just think, right, I've got, got my lovely car outside. See ya. See you later. Yeah. And I'll wake up the next morning, get up, go for a jog, bit of yoga or a swim. Yeah. And I've got the whole oh, day. Right. Yeah, amazing. Amazing. I know you just wanted to ask me loads of things then, but I was on a roll. No, it's nice. See you again. No, it's <laughs> nice. I want to know what the word toxic shame means. <gasps> oh Lord! So toxic shame—it's ah—it's uh, like a deep, deep shame within. It's like 
yeah, if you'd have sort of cut me open, I'd have just felt like it would have been like a rock with just shame on you know. Why? I think Where's I just what? why how I, I mean pff, so many things. I mean, we inherit a lot of stuff, so yeah. there's a lot of stuff that <clears throat> is inherited, familial yeah. um shame that's yeah. inherited. Um and I've, this is I'm not blaming anyone yeah. or anything like that. you know caregivers give us do the best they can yeah. for us, they get it. That's yeah. why they give, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like there's no blame here whatsoever. Yeah. But I was full of toxic shame, mm. full of it. And I think, now I'm sure if mum was here, she yeah. may not agree. And this might not even be true, mm. what I'm about to say. Mm. But what I suspect, or the story I think I, it's not even a conscious story. It's like a, a shadow or yeah. an echo. Yeah. You think mum got pregnant at 17. Young Max. And she had to get married. So she got pregnant, strict Catholic family, and then got married. Right. And I would have thought, given that era, I would have thought that would have been a very, very shameful thing to do. So I feel like I was already coming in ashamed. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I wouldn't have thought of it like that. Mm. Well, that's how that's I thought yeah. of it. Okay. And there were a <clears throat> lot, there's been many other incidents and lots of other things that have added to that growing up. What What was it like, Max, having mm. a mum so young mm. that you got to an age yeah. where you could party and mum is still really, really young? Yeah. Did you go partying with mum? Yeah, very difficult. Very, very difficult. And, um, yeah, it was just very difficult. It's very difficult. So um, when you were 14, mum would have been 30, 31. 31, yeah. When you were 17, she'd be 34. Yeah. That's yeah. a really close, close yeah. age group, isn't it? Very. So not, um, yeah. So it was just, it was just difficult. Yeah. Okay. And I'm glad that we can, you know, we've come to the stage where we're at now, where we've sort of reconciled. And yeah can get on and yeah. what what not but it's it's been a very difficult it's been a tricky tricky relationship yeah. for both I've, 100% for both of course well you think because yeah she always would have had someone to look after yeah do you know what i mean Seven t- max I, I was just about even now i don't i mean look i haven't got children i don't want children yeah. you know but yeah. even now i think oh my god like a child yeah. i mean when I even think of Alfie, as much as I love him yeah. and as much as I'm a, a very important part of his yeah, life and I want him... Auntie I want, Max, you love yeah. Auntie Max. Oh, God, I love him so much. <laughs> oh, my God, I love him so much. Yeah. You know? Um, I don't want them. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. I really don't. Too much responsibility. Yeah. That I'm just not cut out you're for that. You're not cut out. That's fair enough. And and I, each their own. Yeah, and I, I got And what I like about it, Max, is mm. that you're very content by saying that and you're very content by having... By having that strength to say, I actually didn't want kids, I don't no. want kids, and I'm living my life to yeah. the best it possibly is. Right, now we got through all of that, because yes. I wanted to know all about that, Max, yeah. because this is really interesting. Yeah. I know we, you and I are really close, yeah. but I want to delve into a bit of that. So yes. that was lovely. Thank you for your honesty, by the way. Oh, you're welcome. So moving moving on now, 31, clean. Yes. This is when your career really started again. Mm. I'm music, I'm mm. the new Maxine. But you've still got this wonderful character. Oh, bless you. And people love you everywhere you go because you light up a room. Mm. Tell me about your singing when that really, you're going, I'm going to really make this and give it some now. 
Well, when I was there, it all sort of started off in gospel choirs for me. Yeah. So I remembered I did this thing in um, uh, the City Lit in London, this kind of like gospel course. And then I went on a couple of, then I started performing in gospel choirs. Yeah. Um, so we did weddings. Is that because stuff. you wanted more spirituality? Is that well, I, I mean, I love gospel music. Yeah. I love gospel music. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I love it. So I love gospel music. And of course, I, I, lo I love God, whatever that is, yeah. you know, nature, love, kindness, the sky, plants. I don't know. But yeah. I, I use that umbrella term, yeah. God. I want that in my life. Yeah. That is in my life. And I want it in my life. Yeah. And I'm happy to call it God. Yeah. Um, whatever that looks like. Whatever that is. Don't I matter, don't know. No. Yeah. I mean, 20 years ago, I was saying, well, it's Christ. It's Christ Jesus. It's yeah. Christ. I don't know. Yeah. You know, all I know is that I pray and I say thank you. Yeah. Um, so it started off with um, gospel choirs. And so tell me about some of the gigs you've done. This is really important yeah. because I want to know some. Where did you play in front of eighty thousand people? Yeah. You played. You played in London at all yeah. these top London venues. I'm like, my god, this I know. is amazing. I know. Well, we did, cause and I, you did all this without social media. Yes. So it must have been yeah. harder to get recognised, was it? Yeah. Um, Unless someone's actually been there and listened to you. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I mean, look, I've only... Okay, so there's two things. Social media... We'll come to that in a Tell minute. Tell me about I've some only, of the places you played at. Okay, so I did um, the Royal Albert Hall a few times, but that was oh, wow. with gospel choirs yeah, yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So not all of these as me as in Maxine yeah. Ryan, just, yeah, 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 just to yeah, be yeah. clear. But yeah. nevertheless, I, I was well, there doing yeah, it, you know. Days. So um, That's like playing at Wembley, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, it was amazing. The, yeah, Royal Albert Hall with the uh, gospel choirs. I did a duet at the London Palladium. Where is that? And um, it's near Oxford Circus. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, we, um, I went there with Chris recently when he took me to... Yeah, he, um, he took you to a, uh, uh, a, a comedy night. Yeah, yeah, Ricky Gervais. Ricky Gervais, okay, yeah, it, yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, um, so yeah, so the London Palladium did a duet and I remember beforehand just thinking, oh my God, I'm so nervous. And I had to go like backstage yeah. and do some yogic breathing, yeah. you know, just to <gasps> sort me out. But usually when I'm on stage, as soon as I get on there, I'm at home. That's okay. fine. As long as I'm prepared. What's that feeling like? Because if i got to get up and do a talk somewhere, mm. it doesn't matter who you are. People would be lying to say there's not some butterflies or some oh, nerves. Oh, I get really nervous. You do, do you? I get really nervous. Okay. However, How do you deal with it? It is the most. It is the time when I'm most present. Okay. So I feel. I remember. It, I did something when I was studying at Guildhall, because um, as you know, I did a masters yeah. in jazz in my forties in Crazy. Guildhall. We'll come to that in yeah. a minute. And there was this time when I was doing it with a big band, yeah. which was just amazing. I was just about to go out um, at the Milton. Milton Court, amazing uh, auditorium, sounds just yeah. incredible. And I was behind stage, just behind stage, just before I was going out, and it was just like I felt like I could have heard a pin drop in Scotland. Mm. That present, okay. You just like just it's okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Just breathe, feel my toes, feel my toes. What's yeah. my start note? What's my first? What's my first word? Yeah. It's okay. Just breathe. You got this. You know. But I do. I feel like I. I get really nervous, mm. but I know what it is mm. and it's okay because as long as I breathe and as long as I'm prepared, if I'm not prepared, yeah. that's a different story. Okay. That's not a good look. If I'm prepared, yeah. um, that's what they say, the most important thing, the three Ps, yeah. isn't it? Prepare, prepare. <laughs> yeah, prepare, prepare, prepare. Um, What's the other I'll three Ps? Piss, poor, preparation, Easy. something, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, I shoot a lot of the time. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, yeah, okay. so I do get very, very nervous, but that's okay. You yeah. know, I know I get out the other side. It's yeah. fine. Um, so, yeah, there, the Savoy, 
um, the Savoy, Dorchester. Nice. Yeah. yeah, we got a quartet gig. It was uh, for this architecture thing one afternoon. Lovely. But these are gigs that I got through Guildhall. Yeah. So I did a lot and of where work. Else? Savoy, and the, the Dorchester. Savoy, what, the Dorchester, Dorchester, Mayfair? Yeah. Mm. Um, the Royal Lancaster Hotel, Saatchi Gallery. And um, we did that thing at um, uh, with for the Pope eight in front of eighty thousand people. Was that more nerve wracking going in front of eighty thousand, no. or in the Palladium or the Royal no. Level in front no. of no. five thousand? Because I because if I was lead, yeah, that would have been something different. Because I was part of a non, a nonette, yeah. I think it was there was nine of us. Yeah, there's something not as pressurized. But obviously, if is I'm that what going a nine, out, a nine is called yeah, a nonette. A nonette. Yeah, is that right? Yeah. So just like an eight is an octet, you know. What's a six? Sextet. Seven. Septet. Ten. Oh, I don't know. A lot. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of musicians it and a lot of it? money. A lot of dough. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, so all of these wonderful places, which I'm just, you know, Brilliant. so grateful for. And different ensembles, you know. So I started doing the um, the gospel and, you know, getting weddings and, you know, bits and pieces like that. And then I started getting more into um, jazz. Yeah. Um, and jazz is just, oh, my God, it's so difficult. You know, there's jazz and there's jazz. You know, jazz is so difficult. Um, I like the and, soul. Yeah, I like the soul. So we're doing soul, obviously, with Dave, which yeah. is great. Dave and Carlos, which is great. So did um did a, you know, going to Guildhall. So Dave is your right-hand man. Well, we'd be, He's your guitarist. You, you, you're a duo together. Well, we've been working together over the last few months. Yeah, amazing. Which is, let me just tell you the story about that, because this is just so bizarre. Yeah. So... In, yeah, Dave is a proper face in the music world, isn't oh, he? Everyone knows Dave. Dave Itell. I mean, Tell just me. No, if yeah. it, someone Googled him. Yeah. Google Dave Itell, trust me. Oh my I Googled God. him the other day. Yeah. I was like, oh my God. Just name some people oh, Dave's played oh with. Oh God, Shakam, Beyonce, Tom Jones, Sugar Babes, M People. Honestly, I, I can't even... Take that. The, yeah, t- huge, huge, huge isn't yeah. it? And he's, and he's here today. Yeah, he's here today. Dave is yeah, here today. Exactly. He's in the studio. We're going to get Dave yeah. on in a bit. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. So, ha, so we did. I wanted to do some like a some uh, chilled stuff, you yeah. know. So it would be me, guitar, and some congas, yeah. bongos, um, percussion, shall we say? Conga. Yeah. Let's all do the yeah, conga. conga. Yeah. <laughs> so my on the bongos, yeah. 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 So my friend Ralph. <laughs> Um, <laughs> he recommended Dave anyway. So we did the studio. Da, da, da. So remember, this is all in lockdown. Yeah. And then Clubhouse come along, introduced me to Clubhouse, yeah, which is a social media, media platform exactly. that everyone speaks on. Yeah, exactly. It's just only audio. Yeah. So I started do I started going on that. And prior to that, I'm not into social media. I just don't. I do not want photographs of me. Yeah. Why do I want to be doing that? I've got my own life. I've got yeah. a real life. I don't need to be going putting it on. I don't think that naps. I know it's a marketing yeah. tool, yeah. but or it can be used as a marketing yeah. tool. So anyway, I created this thing on a Sunday night because I had to sing. Where I was literally, Dave would come round my flat. He would play, and I would literally sing into I my remember, phone. Matt, every Sunday every night. Every Sunday night, I would sing into my phone for an hour on Clubhouse. That on people Clubhouse. anywhere around the world would be listening. Yeah, absolutely. It was unbelievable, Max. We had people, you know, Singapore, yeah. New York, you know, just all over the shop. And I did it at a time where you know it was seven o'clock at night. So if you're in the east coast of the states, you could yeah. tune in. If you're on the west coast, and you did that what every. Every Sunday, every single Sunday in lockdown. Remember, yeah, all, he's getting know. big audiences on there. Yeah, Everyone's absolutely. Your, how many contacts do, do you think Clubhouse? Do you think Clubhouse has really improved your world? The introduction to Clubhouse. I mean, that is the first social media app. I can honestly say, throughout that time, I was all in. Yeah, 
absolutely all in because I just used to bang up, go bowl up any room, and I used to have on my bio, I will sing a cappella in any room. Yeah. So of course people, people would get you up on yeah, stage, didn't they? Yeah. They were like, oh, it, it, Max, you want exactly. as a tune? Yeah. yeah. So I just do a little snippet or whatever. So that was fantastic. I think Clubhouse has changed you. Yes. Because you were always anti-social media. Yes. You were always anti... Uh, you, you, you Basically, massive respect because you stayed in your lane. Yes. It was all about personal development. Yes. It was about being happy, yoga, being clean, mm. lovely friends around mm -hmm. you, and just giving wonderful energy off. Yes. And you give the most amazing energy off of anyone I possibly know in this world, Max. Oh, that's so nice. No, Thank you. I genuinely... I'm not just saying that. I genuinely mean that. Thank you. And I believe mm. you have affected so many lives for good of people on Clubhouse who fell in love with you. Oh, that's so... Oh, that's lovely. Thank you. I really mean that. And I know you've yeah. met up with loads of them. Yeah, I have. And loads of them come to the Bournemouth Sevens yeah, Festival yeah, yeah, last yeah. month, didn't oh, they? Oh, my God, that was mental, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Because we've been speaking to these people. You don't know who they are. You see a photo of them. Yeah, you don't know who they are. But exactly. Because it's an audio app, you're yes. like... Wow. Because I'm a good judge of character. Yeah. I can walk in a room and clock. I know yeah. who's who and all. Yeah. But actually, when you're listening to people's voices, mm. you can hear whether they're a bullshitter yeah 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 yeah. kind person yeah. good person clued up yeah. you can you can gauge that Absolutely. and we've never had that in our yeah. lives so all of a sudden we're on this audio where anyone can speak you're like wow i like him yeah. or i like her or yeah or is he telling a bit of a pocket mm, you can pick up mm, can't you oh, yeah so much can be gained yeah, agree. from your voice agree. and that's the only kind of sensory thing that you had in all, lockdown that's all we had because yeah. everyone was like you know yeah so yeah i met some wonderful people yeah. in clubhouse i've met up with a few of them. and you started instagram yeah, I started Instagram, uh, I don't know, prop like... Five months ago? Yeah, a couple of months ago. Yeah. And that's just ticking away. Look, I'm not... A, I am not... That's just not me. Yeah. I stay in my own lane. I like to think that I have some level of humility. Yeah. But equally, I have to promote myself if I want work, yeah, you course. know. So I've been doing the that The good thing is, though, Max, what I've noticed is a lot of people, because you are well-known, a lot of people get hold of you. Mm. The words on the street on oh, Max, get hold of Max for singing mm. for the, mm. all the top gigs, the mm. best gigs around London. Funny enough, that's exactly what happened today. I was yeah. driving down, saying, oh, God, Max, is there any chance you can do this thing in Aylesbury tonight? I said, yeah. I'm so sorry, yeah. I can't. I'm on my brother's podcast. What was that, what was that gig that um, you did last month in Sandbanks? <gasps> Seven that million pound house in Sandbanks, in Amazing. the garden, sun was shining. I know. That was just, I'm so blessed. Mm. I've had the opportunity to really perform in some exquisite yeah. places. And I was just thinking this the other day. I did other, this other thing in Buckinghamshire. It's incredible property that was overlooking a valley. Yeah. This amazing house, yeah. you know, and the, the marquee in one of their fields. Yeah. You know, it was just utterly <laughs> exquisite. And we did this thing in um, uh, Westminster Abbey, um, like this little chapel in next to Westminster. It was just, yeah. I've mm. been. I've really sang in mm. some. Beautiful places. And what's the what's the future for you, Max? What's the future? What's for the me? future for you? Like, mm. it, I believe you're living your best life. Mm. And as brother and sister, we're close. Yes, and we both get it. Yes. What's the future for you? If you could wave a magic wand. Mm. Well, I would say. So what I'm doing a lot of now is the background is really setting myself up as a business, shall mm. we say. Not just kind of like a singer I go out and do get. It's like I'm doing a lot of stuff behind the scenes, mm. you know, making sure the website's sorted, the SEO, start putting out Facebook, you know, just getting more and more live gigs because yeah. that's where I come alive. Yes. That is what I call anyone my listening, job, you know. Anyone listening, please trust me. I know it's my sis, but please trust me. Go and check her out. 
Check her out on her Instagram. Mm. Go and have a listen to her music. She holds a room like I've never seen anyone hold. Mm. So anyone out there, please check mm. her out because I really do mean mm. this. And I'm, as a brother, I'm super proud to promote you in places. Mm. Not just because I'm your brother. Because yeah, yeah. if you were crap, I'd go, oh, no, I'm no, not going to put my sister no, out just because my not. sis. Yeah, I'm actually sure. super proud again. Yeah. Get my sister yeah. and Dave Vitale. Absolutely. Because yeah. them as a duo, yeah. and even if you had another one in, another yeah. one in, it goes to a whole new level. Of course. Well, mm. obviously, when Carlos, he does his thing mm. as well. Again, he's yeah. such an incredible musician. Yeah. He's worked with some incredible people. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, and then a bass player. You know, I've got access to wonderful, mu you know, the yeah. best musicians in London. What I like so about whatever. you is you are old school. Mm. You're old school in terms of, People know you will book you. The word will spread. Mm. What you've decided to do now is come on social media and go, yes. hello, I'm here yeah. for, a, for a whole new crowd. Yes. And it's, yeah. it's. I know you fought that for years, didn't mm. you? You really didn't want to go. How do you feel about social media now? Do you feel that you've been pulled into I know you are aware, Max, of going, oh, I'm not going to get pulled into this. But do you find that you're flicking and having a flick and going, what am I doing? I, I try not to. Same. I did a few months ago, obviously during lockdown, you know, I was on Clubhouse and then I started. I mean, I had a little thing on Instagram, but I was, it was not. I no, wasn't nothing. active yeah, or anything. Nothing, Same yeah. with Facebook, yeah. not really, you know. Yeah. Um, I've... It, yeah, I try and limit the amount of time. Yeah. I do kind of like I might do, scroll down maybe three. Stop. Yeah, scroll down maybe three, do a couple of stories, yeah. and I might get off the app, get off get the off, app, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I try and post most days, or it's just a story or yeah. something like that. But obviously, it's it something. Time, Max. It does take yeah. time. And I don't, it's my, it's my, yeah. But it takes time, and people listen out there. Business takes time. It does. This is business. Yeah, 100%. it takes time. So just relax. Mm. Mm. Just relax with it. It does take, anything yeah. takes time to pop. You know? Yeah, absolutely. So getting back to your question, how it would be for me is to continue getting really great gigs with yeah. wonderful clients. I've, I've had wonderful You've clients. Had amazing clients, you know, Max. Lovely, lovely yeah. clients. It's kind of clients that I really love working yeah. with. So that's kind of short term. Mm. But long term is getting the albums out. Yeah. That's the next stage. Yeah. Getting everything that is in this massive, great big beautiful heart of yeah. mine getting everything that's in this yeah. heart through this voice yeah. and out yeah so um you know at the moment i don't have anything on spotify or itunes or anything like that yeah. but i will do but i tell you what i did the other day there was this dance track that i co-wrote years ago absolutely years ago and it's had forty six thousand views on mm. youtube i was mm. like i co-wrote that mm. So anyway, so that that's the next stage. But mm. one thing at a time, sweet Jesus. Yeah, absolutely. You know. Max, I've really, really enjoyed this. Yes. Let's get you and Dave to put a track together. Would you mind singing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he's here, isn't he? Yeah. So we can do a, Dave, would you mind few, you few and Max and do a couple of pieces on there? Because I think it'd be great for listeners to have a listen. Yeah. What you, a bit yeah. of magic. Fancy that? Bit, bit of, bit of hope. We want to soothe and we want to uplift. There we go. Amen. Dave, amen. Dave, let's get Dave in. Max, thank you so much for this. I thoroughly enjoyed having a chat, brother and sister chat. Mm. There's a lot of stories that we haven't spoken about. I know. And I knew you wanted to go there. And I thought, I am not doing it. I could see you chomping at the bit. You wanted names, days. No way, Jose. And As a lady never tells. Yes, I agree. But Max, you're an absolute super. I love you a bit. You're my mm. sister. And I'd actually choose you as a friend as well oh, if you weren't my sis. Yeah. You know, I've got huge respect for you. And uh, 
you've got a massive future ahead. Mm. Keep doing what you're doing, Max. Thank you. Love you loads. I love you too. Mwah. Mwah. Cheers, Max. <laughs> Do, 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 do.